And now, it's time for Floria. Hi, welcome to Attitude of Altitude, Mindset of Happiness weekly podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here today. My name is Floria, founder of Recognize Your Potential, and I really appreciate you taking time from your very busy schedule to join me here, whether you join every week or this is your first time. Thank you. And today we have a special treat, a very dear friend, Dr. George Frampon, Director of Research at Delmore Buddy Day Learning Institute in Halifax, Nova Scotia, in Canada. And I am very pleased to welcome you, George. Thank you. Thank you, Floria. And thank you for taking time from your busy schedule to join me and give up your Saturday afternoon to be here and when it is nice and sunny. And very beautiful out there. Yes, it is. Our topic today is going to be growth mindset. Dr. Frampong has done a lot of research and uh, practice, analysis, study in the field of growth mindset. And as you know, a growth mindset is very near and dear to my heart. I have practiced it and researched it, studied it, but not at the same level for different purposes than Dr. Frampong. So uh, we're going to have a very fun afternoon as we are recording this special podcast and uh, Dr. Frampon is going to be doing most of the talking today. So tell us a little bit about yourself, George. Yeah, um, I have a very interesting um, history and background. Um, I got I've been in Canada for quite a long time, um, since 1994. Um, I had my master's and PhD from UBC, Vancouver, the beautiful British Columbia, <laughs> um, where um, my degree, my research was in mathematics education. Okay. And my strong belief is that um, every child should be able to learn mathematics. And for most cases, our kids are not able to learn mathematics because they believe that they don't have talent. They don't have the intelligence to learn mathematics. And that is what got me into and research in mindset. Every child, we all know, construct their own understanding. So for, for the spaces that the child learn, there's a need for us to have an environment that makes them to believe in themselves, that they can learn. And it's not about whether it's not about their talent or their intelligence, but if they put in a lot of efforts, then they should be able to learn. And that is my belief. So that for schools, 
communities, families. Okay, if you want your child to be able to succeed in learning, I mean the best approach is to create a sense of belief in that particular child that they are, they can they or they should or they if they put in a lot of effort, they will be able to learn mathematics. Very well put. And you're going to know a little bit more about me and uh, why uh, the topic of mathematics is near and dear to my heart. But uh, so you did, but first back to you uh, in terms of you did your master's and PhD at UBC in uh, Canada. University of British Columbia mm -hmm. and then you have been in Halifax for how long? For about two years now. For two years and incidentally that's about the time that I, uh, he and I have met mm -hmm. and uh, we have known each other so we are very thrilled to have you here in terms of that education because uh, the Delmore Buddy Day Learning Institute is all about education and with a focus on black history. Yeah. Fantastic. So we're very happy to have you not only in Canada, but in Nova Scotia, where we have a strong black history. Mm -hmm. um, and you are originally from? From Ghana. From Ghana. The west coast of Africa. Fantastic. We used to be called the Gold Coast, so we have a lot of gold in Ghana. Aha. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And uh, uh, if you were able to see, and we might do, uh, we might have enough time to do a short video. Uh, George is wearing a blue um, shirt mm -hmm. with gold embroidery on it. Yeah, made from Ghana. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And um, thank you for giving a little bit of a background. And it's an interesting you mentioned about mathematics. Mm -hmm. Because as a young girl, I too didn't think I was good enough for math. Mm -hmm. I didn't think I could ever learn mathematics. Mm -hmm. I didn't think I had it in me. Later on, uh, things changed, but I so uh, agree with you that everyone should be able to. So tell us a little bit more about your work, your research. and uh, Maybe we should start with growth mindset first. Yeah, my, in, in my PhD thesis, let's, let me, we can start from that. Um, I looked at data, the Canadian data um, from about, I think, 50, 60 schools, okay, and where they have data on um, students' background characteristics, um, their schools, um, and then their attitudes and confidence in learning mathematics. And in that particular, in my analysis, um, it's, we were able to, I mean, our, my supervisor and I were able to determine that the schools, most of the schools where kids are doing well in mathematics are where uh, the kids have 
um, positive attitudes and confident learning mathematics. Okay. So which means that it's with the kind of environment that the schools create to help them to believe in themselves that they can learn mathematics mm. is the key in the successful uh, learning of, of mathematics. Um, and from UBC, I mean, I was also done a, quite a number of research um, working as um, a research assistant at the uh, University of New Brunswick. I did a similar research over there and the same results. I went, then went to, uh, became an assistant professor at York University, did a similar research over there, got the same results. From York University, I went to South Africa, uh, where I worked as a, a research director uh, at Human Sciences Research Council, did a similar research in South Africa, got the same results. Okay, so which seems to suggest that I mean, all over the world, I mean, the key to the success of learning in general, and especially mathematics, uh, is how we developed the growth mindsets of our kids. Okay, so this is very interesting that this is not only about learning mathematics. Yeah. This is also about learning in general. And it is that mindset. The mindset. The growth mindset. So human beings, I mean, if you look at human beings in general, I mean, the most important part of a human development is the mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, if, if you set our minds to do positive things, to believe in ourselves, we have talents, we have intelligence, but those are the basic uh, levels of our uh, of our intelligence, and as we can be, we can build on those um, ideas, information, knowledge that we have. Okay, and for us to be able to do that, we need we need a drive. We need to we will fail sometimes. But we have to learn from that failure. Okay. And developing a growth mindset helps us to develop resilience. We, we don't give up. We have to continue to uh, learn from our failure and, and then move on and build on what you already have. Fantastic. Now you see why George and I are good friends because we can talk about growth mindset and what it is to continuously uh, look at the silver lining, look at the positive opportunities in every circumstance. And you've heard me say numerous times all about that mindset and how you have researched it from uh, New Brunswick to York to South Africa, and you've looked at other Canadian studies. Yeah, and and and, and currently, um, I mean, as Faria said, I'm working with as a director of um, research at Demo Body Day Learning Institute, where 
I mean, our mandate is to try and uh, reduce the achievement gap, achievement gap, uh, racial achievement gap uh, in Nova Scotia. Um, we have a lot of um, students from African ancestry. Um, and for some reasons, a lot of injustices in the education system, they have not been doing well. And they have not, why have they not been doing well? Just because the system doesn't believe that they can do well in school. Okay, and my belief is that um, for us to reduce that achievement gap, we need to um, have programs okay, that help the, their kids, not only the kids, but their families and in the community to have a belief that see their kids can go to school and succeed. Okay, and that is what I call maybe collective mindset. We need to have um, programs that helps us to develop a collective mindset within that community um, to help them to have confidence in themselves and with the kids to be able to succeed in school. So what I'm hearing from you is mm -hmm. that it's not just the kids but the child's mindset. Mm -hmm. It is their parents, friends, uh, family members, mm -hmm. uh, teachers, yeah. and uh, daycare, kindergarten. Mm -hmm. So it is a collective mindset exactly. that we want to change. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Rather than only one or uh, five people, we want to impact positively the collective mindset. Yeah. And you uh, have also mentioned what I have heard you mention, that it isn't just for mathematics. Yep. It is in every aspect of life. It's about learning, whether we are in education system or not. Yeah. And I think not about learning and also about development mm -hmm. in general. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. So even in organizations, um, in uh, the Demo Body Day Learning Institute, we try to um, live by the research that we do. We know that for us to succeed, we also have to have a, a growth mindset, a belief in the institute that it can succeed. So if you, you work, yeah. Ah. yeah. Okay. So you are also not only um, teaching, preaching this, but you are also practicing this pra exactly. in the organization. Mm -hmm. And yes. then want to demonstrate that to the general population exactly. and as a leading example. A leading example. And not only the organization, also the, our partners, the Department of Education, uh, and other um, African association communities that we work with. Okay, yeah. so yeah. what you are proposing is to, um, and we'll talk more about this later, but first I want to get back into your research and your own passion in terms of this particular uh, topic. Uh, because 
you have invested many years in formal education. Yes. And long before that formal education, you had a hypothesis, mm -hmm. your passion. Yeah, and I had a lot of passion. I mean, and it also it also goes back to even the way how I was brought up and how I succeeded in school. Um, as we know, I'm from Ghana. We have our own culture. We have our own beliefs. When I was growing up, one of the things, one of the problems that we have in Ghana is what it takes a village to raise a child. Mm -hmm. Okay, which means that raising a child or helping a child to develop is not the sole responsibility of the parent. It is the sole responsibility of the entire community. Okay, so the entire community. I mean, when I was growing up. When I went to school and I did something wrong, I know that my parents would know about it. <laughs> <laughs> and so and therefore I need to behave well in school. If somebody saw me doing something wrong somewhere in the village, I know my teacher and my parents will get will get to know about it. So it keeps as it kept me in check. I remember when I went to school, I mean, when after, during examinations, when they have to present, uh, have to come back home and tell my parents my results. My, my grandmother never went to school, but will always want to know how I did in school. Sometimes I remember telling my grandmother, if, even if I tell you the results, you wouldn't even understand. He said, just tell me whether you are among the first <laughs> or the second <laughs> group, I mean, second base in your class. So, I mean, that is, so that is how, I mean, I was brought up that, you see, the whole family, the, I mean, everybody, there's, there's, was that encouragement from everybody that you can succeed in school and we expect you to succeed in school. So that was the mentality that you grow up. I grew up with, yeah. That you, we expect you, and we believe that you're going to succeed in school. Yes, and you, you, there's always that support, and there's always that encouragement, and you can't, you can't, you can't disappoint the parent. So, I, I, and I think I also impose that. Also, I have a, a daughter, um, um, and I. Also try to do that with uh, with my family too. I mean. Okay, so I was going to ask you if you have children. Yeah, I have one daughter uh, who um, is um, at a university now, study in a university, um, doing accounting, and very good in mathematics. I don't know what I did, but at least. <laughs> <laughs> I try to uh, encourage and um, and I make her understand that yeah, with a lot of efforts and um, encouragement, I mean, you should be able to do well, and um, it seems to have worked. Very good. Now, um, given the mentality and the upbringing, the cultural upbringing that you mentioned in terms of um, it takes a village to raise a child and um, 
how did that turn into the passion for you to want to invest years of university and life in um, this growth mindset? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, for the past maybe two decades, I mean, I've also been, um, maybe not, not involved, but read a lot of um, um, literature and research on um, the need for schools to provide opportunities for all to learn, education for all. United Nations um, have proposed that we need a system that creates opportunities for all kids to learn. Mm. Okay. And that was also part of um, my research, I mean, my PhD thesis and the papers that I've written uh, um, so far. And if, if we make the argument that uh, for education for all, that we need to create a school system that provide opportunities for all kids to learn, then the only way for us to be able to do that Mm-hmm. is to think of learning as not the teacher having the knowledge and imparting that knowledge into our kids' mm-hmm. mind. It means that the, our kids should be able to learn on their own. They should be able to construct their own learning. Okay, And that requires that they have enough confidence and attitude to learn, okay? And it also requires that, see, the, 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 the students that are in their class, the interaction they have with them, the interaction that they have with their, their teacher becomes a very important component of that learning, okay? And for that classroom to be able to develop that learning, create that learning opportunities for all, you need to have them developed growth mindset as we've been talking about. Very interesting. And there is tons of questions going in my head in terms of different cultures because this is not only specific to one culture. It's for everyone, regardless of uh, culture or ethnicity. Yes. That's correct? Yeah. Because your research wasn't only for uh, African descent or black communities, correct? No, it wasn't for, yeah, black communities. I've done research, in, uh, as I said, in, uh, in Canada, uh, and even in Ghana, too. I'm, I've also done a, a bit of research in Ghana, in South Africa, and then in Nova Scotia, where I'm the director of research now. Okay. Yeah. So this uh, has... Um, implications and it can be uh, implemented in wider range wider range in the community yes it, it has I mean and I think I mean with any particular research uh, coming up with the ideas is important and then using the ideas to develop, develop the policies is also very important but I think the most difficult part is implementing these ideas, or scaling up these ideas into other 
Aha. other contexts. Yeah, that's the most difficult part, and that is why we continue doing research. And uh, so, in a particular, in a different, let's imagine in a context where there's a belief that the teacher is the main, is the only source of knowledge. Okay, then you see, you you need it will take quite quite some time to change that particular mindset. So changing people's mindset from a fixed mindset where people believe that their development is just fixed okay. and based on intelligence to a growth mindset is a, it's very, very difficult. Uh-huh. So what you're saying, so you just mentioned the term uh, fixed mindset yeah. versus growth mindset. Can you elaborate on those? For us. A fixed mindset simply means uh, that um, children or people um, believe that their intelligence and their talents is fixed. So their development is developed is dependent on the intelligence and then the talent that they have. Okay. Why growth mindsets uh, means that those intelligence and talents are just the beginning, and that with um, efforts and with uh, encouragement within the environment that you live, you should be able to um, develop other talents and, 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 and become successful in learning. Okay. Mm. That is very exciting, and I know mm. you are familiar with Dr. Dweck's work. Yes, I do, I do. And uh, that was the beginning, actually, the first time when you and I met. And yeah. I mentioned Dr. Duex, and you said, yes, I'm familiar. I've done a lot of yeah. research. Yeah. I said, really? Because yeah. most people say, oh, yeah, 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 growth, growth, growth. But they haven't really invested as much, whereas you knew it, and you have invested a lot of years into it. And uh, you've indicated that, yes, we can agree with it philosophically, but implementing programs is a different thing. Yep. Yes. That's mm. where we want, need to f continuously focus and build upon. Yes. And I know that you have a lot more to share. However, we um, are going to do another segment. Okay. And you uh, can will continue the conversation in part two, and if need be, we'll do part three. We have all afternoon, and as soon as I said we have all afternoon, his eyebrows raised and thought, <laughs> "What? I have other things to do." Yeah, I have a party to go to tonight. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Long before your party, we will finish. Yeah. But it's exciting to discuss growth mindset and how uh, it can be applied in the community at large and the implications thereof for within the education system because as you know, uh, this body of work and this research was first uh, started in the for the education system. Okay. However, then it was um, integrated into workplaces. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that's where 
those workplaces um, have been growing and there is research on that aspect because if it's changing the mindset of uh, a community, then workplaces are part of that community. Exactly, yeah. And those education mm. systems are also workplaces. Yes, yeah. And I think, I think yeah, and as I said, quite a number of research, um, Carol Dweck has done quite a number, I'd say Stanford University has been doing this work for so many years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, most of my thinking um, revolves around, I mean, her ideas. Uh, and I think, yeah, but I think what is moving to now, as I said, is about the, the collective mindset. I mean, the the idea that uh, we do, we are not, yeah, we need to change individuals' mindset. Uh, but as a, as a society, um, uh, if you can figure out how to develop programs and and um, and implement programs that helps a whole community to develop that this growth mindset that would, uh -huh. be, that would be great yeah okay sounds like we have a lot to talk about and i am very excited to continue this conversation uh we will end the first segment the part one of the uh, growth mindset with dr george frampong director of research at delmore buddy day learning institute and we have a lot of uh, questions and areas to discuss. So uh, I'm going to sign off. You can always reach me through my uh, direct email, floria at recognizeyourpotential.com or my uh, through my social media. Always love hearing from you, your ideas, suggestions, uh, feedback, and your gifts of feedback are crucial to our growth, to my growth as well. And um, until next episode, have a wonderful Wednesday, and thank you for being here. Please go to www.recognizeyourpotential.com for more information about Floria. Floria would love to hear from you.